What's going on, everybody? Uh, we're starting the show a minute early because I was just doing some really good uh, content, and I didn't want to waste it on the pre-show. Last what week, I, la- last week I put the pre-show at the end of the post-show. So if you watched last week and you cut off at the second clap, don't do that. Keep watching, and Jeff's gonna make me laugh. I gotta continue to not do this. All right. Um, I'm joined as always by Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. Hey, everybody. Big Papa Steve taking you to the Christmas Bone Zone. Hey, hey. It's in the Bone Zone. It's the place I got a to gift be. for you. What is it? Is it four inches and disappointing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or is it six and shocking? Um, uh, you'll find out about the Yule Log later. We've been off for two weeks. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I uh, hope everybody had a nice, small, intimate Thanksgiving. But uh, we shall see. Um, three, three people. What uh, What did you do for Thanksgiving? And what have you been playing for the last two weeks? Steve, go. I made all of Thanksgiving myself. You guys saw the pictures. Uh, so I brined the turkey this year, which I haven't done in like five years. But I was kind of forced into it because by the time I got the turkey... It could not thaw in yeah. time. I only I only had like three days before Thanksgiving, so I made a brine, and it was the most suspicious fucking thing I've ever made in my life. Because <laughs> uh, I followed a recipe, and I couldn't find the right seasonings. Because we're talking three days before Thanksgiving, everything sold out. So the herbs, Gin. The, yeah, the herbs that I was supposed to find were all gone, and the best I could do is poultry seasoning. But poultry sage, seasoning, sage and thyme. That's yeah. Poultry seasoning is powdered. So I had the brine going and I was like, all right, fuck it. I can't measure like a tablespoon of each of these things because I have a ground copy. So I just dumped it in and it looked like I just threw green dye into it because it turned the whole thing like swamp water green. And I was like, well, that's not appetizing. And then my wife is like, all right, let's throw some bay leaves and I have this extra piece of ginger. So we'll cut that up and throw it in and... All it did was we actually made swamp water then because it looked like sticks and leaves were floating in this green <laughs> fucking goo. And I'm throwing in like whole peppercorns. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. And I was like, I'm not certain that when I brine the turkey, I'm not just going to turn it green <laughs> when we do this. So uh, it was real suspect. But uh, the day Turkey's of, turkey. took it out. It didn't dye it green. And it turned out super flavorful. Like, it did I'm, a nice I'm pr- job penetrating. Yeah, I'm pretty sure salt's the only thing that you really need to worry about there. Eh, yeah. Well, that's still easy to fuck that up, because I was like, I'm not sure how much to put in here, because the recipe that I have is for low-sodium chicken broth, and all I could find was no sodium. So how much sodium is the missing amount? That's... And it's not like you can taste test brine effectively. Well, no, but the... My problem with like doing a salt bath brine is that it usually makes your gravy really salty. Um, I didn't have too much of an issue. You you're supposed to like rinse it off when you're done, so you don't get a ton of residual salt out of it. Um, but no, I didn't have too many issues with that. the The dark meat always absorbs like all the flavor because it's the meat that's out there. The white meat is like you get an inch and a half of flavorful, and then it just turns into the bland shit. That's that's why you just I just ignore all that crap and if, if you go for good gravy you don't need to worry about like doing anything crazy to your turkey just salt pepper I used ghee this year but I'll I'll get more on my turkey ah, when I get to that uh, 
when I get there. What, what video game? You've been off for two weeks. Like, I got pictures of your kid playing video games. I know somebody in the house is playing video games. Yeah, I have been jonesing for um, Cyberpunk, and I sort of ran out of things to do in Destiny. So for a couple days there, I just needed to find something to fill the gap, and I didn't want to buy any games because I know I'm about to buy a $50 new game, even though there's a Steam sale going on. So I downloaded Hitman Absolution again and threw on a trainer and just went on a maniacal rage and shot everybody <laughs> in the face. <laughs> just because I like to play that as as non-stealthy as possible. So um, I, I always go into Hitman with like the best intentions of being like this fucking super stealth guy. And then, like, I fart in the kitchen, and then, like, it's all, oh, no, I got to get out of here. No, I, I walk out into the crowded street, and I'm just like, where can I find a machine gun? <laughs> so, but, no, that's that's all I was doing. Um, every, like, weekly update refreshes the loot in Destiny, so I just wound up blowing, blowing through that yesterday, and now I'm back to, like, nothing to do for a week. So I'm just kind of hanging out waiting for something worthwhile to come along I'm waiting for them to delay cyberpunk one last time and i want off. it delayed 27 hours go on that's it i just want them to be like it's not going to come out till like 8 a.m i didn't do the math 8 a.m the following day i would imagine just... that hard hard copies are already out i think one already leaked into yeah, somebody's hands seven hundred dollars so... on ebay yeah so it's it's yeah i think we're we're pretty safe to say that this game is coming out on December 10th. I, I wouldn't actually mind that much if it got delayed because it's coming out, what, is that a Thursday, the 10th? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you're, I'm not going to get, like, a good amount of quality game time. That's one of those things where if I was... That, going feel, to that it, feels like a call-in sick game. Yeah, but I I just had to take off for Black Friday. So I got nine hours of vacation closed. time I got to use by the end of the year. I work three-day weeks for the rest of the year. <laughs> I still yeah, have nine I, to burn. So, Jeff, also, you, you'll be uh, you'll be proud of me. I I I pre-ordered a physical copy of a game. Good. It's you Cyberpunk. Get the maps and all that. It's uh, Cyberpunk. Extra goodies. I don't give a shit about any of that. I don't think I'm going to like it. That's why I pre-ordered it. I think I'm I think I'm going to run into the same situation I ran into with Final Fantasy VII Remake, where I'm so I, mad that I bought that thing digitally because I want to just not have it anymore. I don't want it. I want to circle back to this. All right. Steve, you were, I interrupted you. Sorry about that. Well, I need to find out about this game, but we'll wait till later. Um, but no, I, I, I would I just find... told you what it was. It was Cyberpunk. Oh, and you think you're not going to like it? Mm. I'm, <coughs> I'm optimistic, but I have not pre-ordered it either. So when that Thursday comes out, I'm just like, do I wait till Friday for the reviews? Because I know if I download it, I'm only going to get like a good hour or two in before I have to make that terrible decision of like, do I want to go to bed at midnight or two in the morning and fuck up my Friday? Yeah, uh, it's the only reason like that I pre-order digitally is for the pre-install because they'll, they'll usually let you, you know, load it 24 hours at a time so that you can start playing it right away. On the, I decided to get it on the Xbox because I, I sit at this chair for like nine hours a day. I don't want to sit here to play Cyberpunk for another nine hours. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I think. I think I made the right decision going with the PlayStation Five because the the uh, specs came out like the requirements for your your rigs, and I'm not so sure 
that I'm going to be going too hot on mine. I, uh, you're supposed to be able to pre-install games on the Xbox One X, so I should uh, give that a whirl. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's probably not available yet, but... Uh, no, but it'll probably be 48 hours before, so... Yeah, download... Do you have the Xbox app on your phone? I do. I get bonus points for logging in and using it. There you go. You like you don't use Bing, do you, for the bonus points, do you? So it gives you credit for Bing searches for things you search on the Xbox. Hmm. But I used to do that. Uh, I would spend, like, the first five minutes of my day going to Bing and typing in A, enter, B, enter, C, enter, D, enter, and it would go, you sure do like to search the alphabet every day. <laughs> <laughs> They're just making sure it's all still there, Microsoft. Yeah, the uh, speaking of credits, I, I wanted to text Max. They are giving away 14 yeah, or 30 days Max. free of uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. He's not here. I'm so fucking proud of him. Got to buy some Triscuits. For, for playing, uh, not only playing he, dude, the, Zero, the, the thing is the story and getting like, he's further than I am. 20, Yakuza, 20 minutes of this show was allocated for him talking to you about Yakuza, so I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but we'll figure it out. What's um, he playing it on? PC. PC Game Pass. Ah. Yeah, dude, that, if you're looking to kill a week, just sign up for the dollar PC Game Pass. <laughs> There's so much good stuff in there. I think Control's coming to it next week. Like, that alone is just can, worth a dollar. Can anybody else on this podcast fucking play Control so I can talk about that ending? <laughs> I, I really should get around to it. it it's PS5 won't uh, take off your basement or your living room. No. If you play it on there. I don't feel like rebuying it. But uh, I, I saw it on sale yeah. and I was like, I it heard this was last week. I, I can I can definitely not tell you what my epic login is if you want to just play it like it's, it's fine. But uh, oh yeah, I have it digitally on the PC. I can do yeah, that too. My, my next. Uh, I would never I would never do that. Sony, please don't ban me, even though I'm not talking about <laughs> doing it on your platform. I don't condone piracy. Uh, I'll go. Um so I had, you know, my parents over for, for Thanksgiving and uh, just a small thing. I go to goddamn Carnes local local food store. I've pre-ordered a 15-pound turkey, which was already entirely too much turkey. But my mom said it's family tradition, 15 pounds. I'm like, fine, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to get a 15-pound turkey. I show up. pounds and coming in second electorally. That's what they're known for. <laughs> I show up to the store to pick up my 15 pound turkey and I go, I give him my name, I give him my number and this kid, this punk kid freaking snickers at me when I say, you know, Dan need a 15 pound turkey. He laughs and I'm already mad. He goes, yeah, you're not getting a 15 pound turkey. I ordered one. He goes, well, we don't have any. What the hell did I pre-order it for? And he goes, oh, I'm like, well then give me the smallest one you have. This fucker comes out with a 25 pound turkey. Oh shit! I thought you said twenty. <laughs> no, twenty-five pound turkey, and it was supposed to be yeah. fresh. I pre-ordered a fifteen-pound fresh turkey. This thing is wrapped and frozen inside, and it's Wednesday night. I've never been more mad in my entire life. I was like, I, I completely That's ruined. Like I ruined use a potion in a JRPG. I ruined the next ridiculous. like twenty hours of my wife's life just in just sourness. But uh, it turned out okay. Uh, the, the secret, the secret to a good juicy turkey is to pull it out of the oven a good ten degrees before it's done, and just let it sit on your counter for an hour, and it will carry over cook and be delicious. 
uh, I accidentally bought a 20 pound turkey because we, we got those free turkey coupons for our local store. And uh, I was sitting there with my daughter waiting for this lady who's like going through every last turkey. And oh, she finally. I absolutely hate that when like they block the aisle off with like three carts and they're like, I'm buying 12 hams, but I need to find the last perfect <laughs> ham left. Well, she was like going through checking them and I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm reviewing my list. And she made enough room for me to get up there. And I get up and she looks at me and she goes, I'm looking for an 18 pound, but all of these are 13 and 14. And I like look at two or three of the tags and I was like, ah, she's right. So I just grabbed one. So I was like, I don't fucking care. It's just you took the ladies on the honor code. Like, geez, oh, those yeah, are all like, 13 or 14 pounds. The lady said so. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's that or small talk. Yeah. So I just grabbed one, go to the self checkout, put this thing on there. I was like, oh, fuck. I just grabbed a 20 pound turkey. <laughs> it's like the only one that was in there because I thought she was aiming high, like 18 or more. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, there's nothing big in here. And then my wife got mad at me and she was like no we need a smaller one and we had a second coupon because my mom doesn't use them so i went back to a different store and all they had were 20 and above and i was like i need to go back to the other store <laughs> to just to get the small ones like this fucking small small, small turkeys were very hard to come by this thanksgiving so well they were only 13 and 14 at the first giant and they were only 20 to 25 at the second so it's like i can't win at all you should have came home with another 20 pound turkey just to piss your wife off yep. well then be like cook half of it i it needs to go <laughs> in a five gallon bucket and i don't know what the poundage to bucket ratio is that i was like i, I can't get one that's not gonna fit or i'm fucked so but, hence yeah. the brining discussion that we just talked about um yeah played some four player ghost of tsushima uh really good time had a great time almost cleared it once, like the horde mode. We came within one. I think we, we were on the last one. round, and we just completely fell. If you don't count up. that bullshit fluffer round they do, we would have had it. Yeah, but we, yeah, it, it gets hard. It's just all like elite monsters at the end. That, that there's no fodder to like just build up your combos. Like it's the last round's rough. Uh, I think Carl Andrew, you're listening. Hit me up next week or so before Cyberpunk comes out. We'll get another game going. Or tomorrow. Thursdays are good tomorrow. days. Thursday. What am I doing tomorrow? I, I move grocery shopping to tomorrow. Mm. I can probably probably squeeze it in there. Mm, okay, that's what she said. Um, what else did I play? Nothing, dude. Like I I um I can't bring myself to play any. Like, I want to play something on the PlayStation Five, but I want something new to play. Like I don't want to play old shit. <laughs> I haven't played a single fucking PlayStation Five game in the yeah. last two weeks. Yeah, I'm playing PS4 games. So uh, fuck all you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> what what have you been playing? Uh, so I got really into the side quest on Remastered Spider Man, which is technically a PS5 game. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing. I, I haven't done any of the main story. I'm just swinging around finding like fucking observatories and science projects, and I'm having a blast doing it. Moving around uh, in that game is fun. So goddamn rewarding. Yeah. Just swinging around that city. Do you do a lot of flips? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do flips everywhere because I unlock the perk to get experience for doing flips. Yeah. So I get like 12, 12 to 16 experience every drop. And I just move all the way. I don't fast travel. I move, you know, I don't know why they have fast travel in that game. Yeah, I think I used it maybe once or twice when I like really wanted to go like finish the store. Like I knew if I would, like I was like on the complete other side of the island. And if I 
would have tried to go to the other side, I would have stopped and done 45 things on the way and wouldn't have actually gotten done what I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm actually plotting out, like, okay, if I go to the far east side of the map first, then I can swing up around the top and loop back around and do, like, an S and get back to where I'm at now, but find all the cat gnolls. And, uh, but I found all the landmarks. I've done all the, uh, I forget what her name is now. It's been, like, a week since I played it. The cat doll lady. The black sable. Black cat. Silver black sable. Cat. Silver sable something. I don't know. Like, it might be black I've cat. Only, I don't I've know. I've only been a nerd for, like, They're, like, the same fucking so. people. <laughs> Um, I've done almost all the side quests except for like the science fair project things, because uh, it's like go here, smell this gas, catch all the pigeon, catch all the pigeons. Not yet. Um, but I I had a ton of fun with that, and then I played a game called Thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim. This is a game that should be in discussion for game of the year. However, it was made for one fucking person. <laughs> And that's me. There's no, like, this game will not, it's sold out at Best Buy and I believe Walmart. Because they made one copy for you. No, no, no. And you already bought it. Over over Black Friday, (laughs) they dropped dropped the price down. But it is like uh, War of the Worlds, Terminator, any any time travel where we got to go back to the past to stop the future from happening, wrapped into an anime bundle. Uh, but also shot like a Quentin Tarantino movie where it's all fucking out of order and you got to figure out what the hell's going on. Plus, there's a strategy game attached to it. So it's a visual novel strategy game, which is like right in the middle of that Venn diagram of shit I enjoy. Are there anime titties? It's a Vanillaware game, so there are some unrealistic proportions. (laughs) It's it's a perfect game. It's so... it's such a slow burn for like the first hour or two. I'm sitting there and I'm like, God damn it. For like a Japanese strategy game, an hour or two of slow burn is fast, not, yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's pretty good. But like I got to the end of the prologue and I was like, Ooh, okay. All right. We're, we're getting there now. Cause uh, like certain characters are trying to kill other characters, but they're working together in this part of the timeline and they're friends and, and it's all in high school. So it's kind of persona. you do. <laughs> Jeff, every time you talk about this game, I get confused that we ever talked about it before. No. And then it comes back to me. And I was like, <laughs> the first time you talked about it, I thought you were getting into Warhammer because you're like, I need 13 Sentinels. And I was like, that's a lot of Sentinels. Like, what, <laughs> what do you do? Why do you got to buy so many of them? And then you're no, like, no, it's, it's a game. I was it's... like, oh. And then you, every time you mention it, I'm like, damn, he's buying more Sentinels. <laughs> <laughs> Clay, ignore that it's anime. It's fucking, it's it deserves to be played, but I don't think it'll be enjoyed by anybody. But it's such a good story. <laughs> this was a PS4 five, PS4 game? PS4 game, yeah. Okay. Um, I will not be checking it out. No, no, I, I don't expect anybody to check it out based off of my rantings. The thing is, that, like, if I checked out every game that you were like, oh my god, it's the greatest game ever made, I'd be playing a new game every week, and it would be the same shit, like, strategy Japanese anime titty game every week. I got uh, Fire Emblem pre-ordered on the Switch. It's coming up. The uh, Friday, the or, re the remaster remake not even remake just first a re-release time across the shores yeah uh, even though I've played half of it on the DS already but I'm gonna start all over um, I got a hobo racing wheel set up going I was like oh yeah I wonder if my uh, racing wheel works with the new Xbox spoiler it does uh, so I've been playing a shit ton of Forza Seven and Horizon Four. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm getting fairly good at driving with a wheel and pedal. There you go. Uh, you'd think a licensed driver at the age of 34 would figure this out, but video game driving is difficult because you're not moving at all. My, my, throws uh, you off. Quite do a bit. you do you play? What perspective do you play from? Like cockpit view. I, I do cockpit, no steering wheel. Yeah. So like my problem is I I want to play like from the cockpit for like reality, but like I need peripherals, so I need to like build one of those wraparound rigs that I can like look so around. That's, that's my next project. Yeah. Uh, I decided I'm gonna build a sit down racing sim uh, with a monitor mounted in there. Uh, might go two screens, who knows? But then I'm gonna have the the cables wrapped around to the back, so I can put either the Xbox, the PlayStation, or run my PC into it and just swap the wheel out because the wheel I have is PC and Xbox, not PlayStation. That's so dumb. I need to get a new wheel for PlayStation or find one that works for all of them, but I don't think that exists yet. There has yeah. to be some kind of interface box to like. There's got to be something, something. That I have not. I've done maybe like eight minutes of research, and I was like, you know, it'd be fun as if I built this new project. So once those golden tees are out of my fucking garage, I'm building just this we, thing. just go out to the junkyard and buy like an old shit car, bust the windshield out of it, and just like put the, the screen in there. No, get like no, a nice curved monitor. That's no good. You need to get four curved monitors that go all the way around you, so you can like look at the guy behind you and be like, eh, fuck off. <laughs> I wonder if there are any games that, I mean, I guess, I mean, something probably has to support that. Like, that's essentially just VR. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really want to be able to play racing games in VR, but I no, just can't. One thing that makes me sick instantly, yeah. it's racing games in VR, because you're not moving. No. Like, even with a, a wheel with, like, I haven't tried it with my rumble support wheel, but the first wheel I had had no rumble in it. And it was just like, I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. I can look in the back seat. I can look out the side rear view mirror. And I'm like, ah, I can't play this anymore. <laughs> I need to take this headset off now and lay down for an hour. The thing is like, I, I was fine with like a, like a rail shooter where you're riding in a car and shooting, but like when you're actually controlling the vehicle and your body is expecting forces, I think is yeah. that's when it. Yeah. Cause your, your body is stationary, but your head is moving and it's, yeah. it's, it's a trip. Uh, the only other thing I did was I finally installed a front end on my pinball cabinet and I'm recording five second video clips of every table I have of all 709 tables on there um, so that I can finally play it without a mouse and keyboard to leave the table and go back. I can just do it all on the pinball table itself. And that's consumed the last three days of my life. But, so so, uh, what, so what, what's the, so you're doing like a screen capture of Yes. So I there's a, a script that's in the, the front end itself where it says it'll go 15 seconds to load the table up and then five seconds of recording. It won't pull any audio or anything like that. And then the program on the back end will download these files like table audio, uh, a nice wheel logo for my... Uh, if you've ever seen like Hyperspin or uh, MAME cabinet front end, It'll be a nice picture of what the table is. And then uh, the table will blink and do its attract mode lights and then play the audio of the table. Cool. After 15 seconds, it'll do a, it'll flip to a random pinball table. I can rate them five to one stars. I can sort them how I want to and play them. And I'm a happy camper when that's done. But yeah, what really threw a, a wrench into my week was we had the Fios guy came out on Friday. An hour early and left an hour late. 
Uh, by the time I got everything... So uh, did I, Clay. Physical front of the cabinet? Yeah. What do you mean I, physical front of the cabinet? I, th I thought that your, your pinball table didn't have the front part on it. Like, you put the front end on your pinball table. I'm like, what the no, fuck are you talking no, about? No, I eventually no. figured out what you were talking about I when you started. Really, yeah, something something nice and pretty to make it look like a complete pinball table. I've been working on this damn thing for eight years, and this is, like, the final step of making it a real boy. Uh, Anyways, yeah, fire sky. But, uh, yeah, by the time I got everything decontaminated and, like, Lysol down, because this guy, like, sat on all of my couches, <laughs> touched everything in my fucking house and uh, was a real heavy breather he wore a mask but he was like <gasps> and i had to you know hang out with him for four hours at a what the six fuck? To eight foot distance what the hell is he doing in your house for four hours he ran a line from across the street to my house he had okay. a box in the garage all right drill through our house to put the line in um like yeah, he, he was just like he he just, he just brought like one point into your house. He didn't like like you don't have fiber in your house now, right? Like you're still just going. No, on. no, it's it's one point. It, it took him a, a hot minute to get it in there, and then he. Made I would have sure... just been like, get it in the garage. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> he he made sure to. Uh... I I unplugged all the Comcast stuff because I had to return it, and he made sure to touch all of that. So oh I was yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> Like, it's he's, out of out he's of the licking way. Licking his fingers, he's licking the yeah. Like this, I'm as happy as I am with the internet. The TV part of it fucking sucks. Um, but like I had everything Comcast out of his way. Like he didn't need to touch anything, and he took it from upstairs and brought it downstairs. Why? Like, you're not gonna take it back for me. Leave it where I put it. Um. But yeah, I did that, and uh, that's a post game story, but. Yeah. I, was, uh, I would kill to have any other service out here other than Comcast. That's that is our only option, and I hate it. Yeah. And now that they're introducing caps in 2021 for like well, that's all exactly why I left. I mean, not even 24 hours after reading that information, I was like, I looked at my bill, and they were like, "Hey, next month your bill's going to go up nine dollars from these three different things." Also, at the end of next month, your twenty-five dollar. Uh, Thanks for signing up with us again and your third phone line discount. That goes away too. Mm. So I'm looking at close to 40 bucks. It's going up. No unlimited data cap. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm leaving. And uh, with the, the Fios, I have one DVR. Because with Comcast, it was, you need one DVR. You can watch it on any TV that has a box. You can record two shows and you can watch something else on whatever TV that box is in. With Fios, you can record one thing and watch one thing or you can record two things and watch one of them and since this isn't a dvr i can't watch any dvr stuff down here so i have to i have no i have no no sympathy for you there's absolutely no way that i would ever buy any cable package through a, a internet provider ever like there's no reason to why would you do that uh, i'm i'm getting to my cherry on top <laughs> Verizon, is, Verizon is currently in dispute with ATT Sports Network, the carrier of the Pittsburgh Penguins and Pittsburgh Pirates that I watch. So until the season rolls, I'm, I'm sure they'll hammer out the details on this contract. But as of right now, we're looking at a $150 NHL package with a VPN. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, and a VPN, because you don't, like, you're going to be in market 
and you won't I'm be, able be to... in Norway. I don't know where the fuck you think I'm watching these games from. All all those Steeler fans out in the the EU are just hanging out. No, I, yeah. I'm I'm confident that uh, the Pirates and Penguins won't let half of their market not watch their games we'll, for we'll uh, talk, money we'll, reasons. We'll talk about this in the post game, but I'm going to need you to break down your bill for me. I'm going to tell you all the reasons why you're making horrible choices. Fair. Um, everybody's just been kind of treading water right now. There's not a whole lot of gaming news going on right now. And I'm not actually not just being coy because there's something enormous that happened. Uh, I think it's everyone's just kind of in this holding pattern waiting for Cyberpunk to come out. That nobody's really dropping anything. The Immortals the, scored well. What's that? Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, it did, well. it did okay. Did you buy that? It did. Uh, unfortunately, the discount I got was through Target, so it'll be here whenever the fuck they decide to get it to me. It was on. It was on sale digitally. I, I thought about picking it up, but then somebody's like, "Yeah, it's not really like Breath of the Wild." I'm like, "I just kind of. I think I'd just rather play Breath of the Wild again." Yeah. I do want to touch touch base with Breath of the Wild. The more I the more I think about it, I need it. to start over. I'm in a bad spot in Breath of the Wild where I keep dying because there's a a uh, guardian that has its target locked on me right when I start the game up. And get good at parrying. I can't because it shoots me immediately. <laughs> like it's there's not enough time. I don't have enough time. But um, yeah, the only real like gaming news, gaming verse stuff that's happening right now is believe it or not in Fortnite, which I guess is still pretty popular. Um, they ended season four with a Galactus battle, uh, which was very strange. I watched people stream it just to see what the hell it was. Like they put you into a bus that was also a starship and you played this like space shooter game against it was weird, but, uh, the servers went down last night and, uh, looks like season five. It's going to have the Mandalorian as a skin. And, uh, the, I thought that would raise a nice question of, is there like, are you are we so anti Fortnite around here that like that there's nothing that Fortnite could do to ever get us to play it? I'm uh, mostly talking about Steve because I'm pretty sure I could just ask Jeff to play Fortnite tomorrow and he would. If if you ask me to play Fortnite, I would go download it and give it the old college try. Yeah. Uh, give me Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Sorry. Fortnite, so where, like all right. shit talk everybody while they're playing and like it comes through random uh random players games. So like you want the the silhouettes to be on your screen and them to like live commentate your awful play yeah that's an awesome (laughs) idea isn't it why don't why don't we do that we don't play with jeff we play as the mst3k and he can just put a silhouette on on his thing (laughs) we're not genuinely i think we can make a legitimately great twitch channel with this (laughs) what just making fun of people's streams Mm -hmm. let's go for it our brothers did it with sports why can't we do it gaming we're not funny we're all right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how good we are at improvisation. <laughs> we script none of this show. I mean, talk about Steve, for Steve has all the best words, so um, yeah. we, we have that going for and us. And the most buttons on his mouse. Half an hour. <laughs> yep, 30 minutes. At this point, I'm pretty sure you're obsessed with my mouse. <laughs> I, I kind of want to get it uh, like bronzed for you as a statue of some kind. Don't you, right. you, have, you have, a, you have a bro- four of them in the other room. I was gonna say, you have a broken one somewhere, don't you? I have two kind of dysfunctional ones, and then I have two backups to this one that's here. Because over the summer, when I wasn't in debt, I was looking at eBay and Macari picking up cheaper used ones that were functioning. So I actually found a green one in box that somebody didn't realize sells for more than it does. 
So. Has the Smithsonian contacted you yet for one of these? No, fuck that. I'm gonna put it to in put the it, museum. To it's put, going on my mouse pad. Put it in the seed museum so that we can make sure that we have one. And eventually, after the apocalypse. Eventually, it won't work anymore because I think it needs Synapse 2.0 from Razer, and uh, probably in like Windows 11 or some shit like that, it just won't function. Yeah, but it's gonna be like twelve years after Windows Eleven comes out that you upgrade. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, you're not. I, I have four of these fucking mice. That I gotta go through. Win, it's win, like Windows Windows weeks. Eleven is a twenty forty five install for Steve. Probably yeah. His yeah. his his computer's just gonna be full. Credit of... card information. Those are stolen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> luck take, stealing no money. <laughs> take my life. Um, so like I, I thought about the question, like, w- like what is there in, in Fortnite that could get me to play it? And most of what they do is skins. And I just, I don't think I care about anything enough to, to care about a skin in any game, not they even just Fortnite. If they, they made us, yeah, but I'm pretty sure we're all the, just the generic white guy. Mm-hmm. So With varying length of hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we did play Fortnite mm-hmm. and right when it first guys- came out. Like right yeah, when Battle Royale first came, <laughs> whatever. No, not, not, I don't. I do. That was like the first time since Doom Three that I played a first-person shooter with a mouse and keyboard. I, so I just like give me, give me a, a a little bit of slack here. I, I I don't really have anything against Fortnite other than I have to be the old man and just be like these fucking kids these days playing garbage games. But at the same time, I'm like. Actually, that's kind of cool. It's like music tastes. You're like, all, all music fucking sucks today. And then you turn on the radio, you're like, yeah. I, I used to be that guy. And now I'm only that guy with country music. Oh, I've everything. always been that guy with country music. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've told you like, the best yeah, way to make country music bearable, right? Make it something else? No. Well, yeah. Actually, I don't mind country music that much. But so what, what my wife and I do when we get bored in the car is you turn on the country music station and then you pick a word. And you get points like golf scoring however many songs it takes for that word to be said in the country music song and then when you you know when you get when the word comes up correct then the next person goes you can also do this with drinking games uh some good choices are truck uh dirt freedom grass y'all freedom's not as 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 big as you think it would be beer beer is a beer's almost cheating uh whiskey (laughs) whiskey's a good one uh, yeah, but dirt is an un- underrated country term. It's almost it's in every song. Headlights too, lots of headlights. Headlights is a good choice. So, what would it take to go back to Fortnite? Yeah, is there any like is there any franchise because you know they have they already proven that they don't like there's no limits like they will put any skin in that game if it's gonna make them some money or it's it's not about advertising. The to me, that kind of game is a social game. Like, I don't want to play alone. I want to play with a team. So, first of all, I need fucking people to play with, and we just don't normally have that. If I do get enough people to play a game together, we're going to go play, like, a Jackbox party game and laugh and have fun. But, uh, so, outside of that, probably the entire removal of building. (laughs) Because I think that... That's just a, a shitty aspect that I don't want to deal with. Because I remember when we did play, we would see a person and you'd get maybe one bullet at them before suddenly they were in the middle of a high rise and you're like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> like, it's, it, you need those 12 year old Twitch reflexes 
to be able to competently just enshrine yourself immediately in a defensive position and i'm just like i just want to i just want to fucking murder some kid is that all like I, somebody clip how, that yeah just i need so you want you honestly you just want to you just want to play any other battle royale except fortnite well that's the what only if, battle what royale if they brought battle royale to though. destiny too i'm actually surprised they haven't tell you the truth like you'd think that that would have maybe not a hundred player one but like a 45 player last man standing mode like about a 45 player last man standing mode but the winner gets like rare loot so the thing is i don't like pvp call me bungie i got ideas the the only two times i will ever play a pvp game is either once again for the social environment which is why i play magic because i play with people more than i play against people and uh, if I'm forced into doing it because... I was going to say, you almost exclusively work. play Destiny PvP. Like, every time we've ever talked, it's always that you're grinding something in PvP. Yeah, it was until I got everything, and then as soon as I did, I haven't touched the PvP aspect in, like, three or four months because they just don't have... They deleted half the game, so mm-hmm. all those quests are gone, and I got everything I wanted, and now it's fucking sunset anyway, so it's all a moot point. But, I mean, the the only thing that I had left to get out of PvP was, like, the highest pinnacle hand cannon, but you need to go into the actual competition mode for that shit. And I was like, fuck that, because not only do you need to go into there, you need to hit, like, the high ranks. So you need a dedicated group of people, because you... It's going to be super, super hard to do it by yourself. And I was like, I'd rather I'd rather spend my Friday night on the LFG channels getting people to do a raid and participating with people than just fucking jerking off, getting my ass kicked 24-7 by some, like, high-ranking people that just want to school. So, no thanks. Jeff, what does Pinball Battle Royale look like? I'm glad you asked. This is my new million-dollar idea, Dan. Yeah, I knew that. A- <laughs> 99 players face off to be the last one standing. I mean, that's... Wasn't that Tetris 99? Jokes aside, but also you could Mario you could 35. easily Tetris 99 a pinball table. Like, yeah. very easily. Like, what what would the uh, penalties be that you could send to other players? Like, locking a flipper or, like, is, is that too cheap? Uh, I, I would say um, uh, lowering the score of, like, pop bumpers or uh, putting a gate up in front of a ramp or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes more sense. I was going to say locking like a flipper would be like just cheating. Like that would, so, that, would that would be too that would be too much. So if you're good, you can play with one flipper. Yeah. But you can't play for with one flipper for a long time. But I've like when I'm fucking around on my pinball table, I'll do that where I'll be like, how long can I last with only using one hand? Mm-hmm. And it's all about playing the balances right. Um, but yeah, you could you could disable pop bumpers. You could disable slingshots. And no, you're you're thinking about it all wrong. You're not you don't want to disable things. You want to over enable them. That's what would make it fun. So somebody drops suddenly in your game, like the flippers hit five times harder, and the, the ball's just going fucking nuts. Or whatever other bumpers are in there, it's just like it changes the uh, the angles all of a sudden because things are going way faster than you expect. This is my my direct plea to Mel Kirk, uh, president of Zen Studios, who makes Pinball FX three. We'd be better yeah. off just doing this ourselves. Like, there's an there's enough. They have, 
They have what I want, though, and that's a license to real pinball tables. That's fine. We have access to so, whatever bootleg ones that you have in that other version of pinball that you use. That's true. So you, you Clay, have, Clay you, I'm gonna you need it, I'm gonna need some help on this one. You do it monthly. So you pick one of your one of your tables in your catalog. They have like ninety three tables. You make that table free for the month for the battle pinball for that battle mode. Rail. Yes, and people will people will like. Whenever I first came here and I started singing the virtues of pinball, I got people to play pinball. Like I fucking headstrong rushed through everybody being like pinballs for uh, middle aged dads in the eighties, and that's still true. <laughs> but you're gonna pull people in that are gonna want to buy the rest of your back catalog. You're gonna make new fans with a trendy gimmick on top of the traditional pinball style. I like we we come up with a lot of stupid ideas on this show and this is not one of them. This is I think this is legitimately a good idea. Like it like so, it, uh, it, it it at flipping goes so PB on Instagram, Mel Kirk, hit me up. We'll it goes so like perfectly with the Tetris ninety nine like formula. Like way better than Mario does. So yeah. like yeah, I don't know. That's cool. It's a good idea. And if and if you you throw out that free table, you're guaranteeing you're gonna have a pool of players that will at least come in for the curiosity and will stick around for the long term, maybe. Yep. Well, why don't yep. we we'll just everybody tweet at this guy, but make sure you you, uh, you also say that you got the idea from Flip and Sweet PB. So yeah, your your million I do- your million. I'm sure if we googled idea. this, it would crush everybody's dreams because somebody probably already said it uh, 15 times already. But uh, yeah. But yours has the same problem that mine does in its licensing, because my million-dollar idea was requires a you don't license. <laughs> so. uh, I mean, I'll let you get into your license, your million-dollar idea here shortly. Um, but we could just make a pinball table. Like, people make pinball tables. I'm sure there's an open-source one out there that we could like get the thing working and you know get it working on mm-hmm. a phone or something like that. So you want to get it popular first, then start negotiating. And then sell it to them. Sell the sell the the back end. Sell the net code. Like if we get it working correctly, then they can just drop their pinball tables on top of it, and we can retire and never work again. Which is my goal. That's fantastic. What do what do any of us know about netcode, by the way? No, uh, that's why I need Clay to take care of this. Even though Clay is definitely not, he's just a he's a, not he's a uh, front end developer. I think I don't actually know what the hell you do. I'm an ideas guy. We've made that clear. Um, Steve, what's your million dollar idea? Oh. Uh, so over the past couple of years, I've noticed that all the wineries around here started doing ciders, which I like because I don't really care that much for wine, but I really like ciders. And the one thing this that kind of bothered... getting drunk with extra steps. Well, the thing that bothered <laughs> me is like they all do the same sort of route where once they start branching out into the wines, especially if it's not like a high class winery, they'll just like pick any random off the grocery store fruit and start jamming it in to see what happens. You so, want a mangarita? Yeah. Well, well, they'll make like pineapple cider and strawberry wine, but it's always non-exotic fruits, which probably it's because it's hard to get a hold of as much as you would need to for anything else. Like the most exotic wine or cider I've ever had was like a mango wine. You just don't see it anywhere. But there's a shitload of fruits that aren't commercially viable, so nobody's ever heard of them, that I would love to make liquors or wines out of and sell that and corner the super niche market. Have you guys ever heard of the papa? Is that that stinky mm-hmm. one? Yeah, it's it, it's a um, native fruit to 
us here in Pennsylvania. And like 1% of Pennsylvanians have ever heard of it because you can't sell it. It's commercially non-viable. The, the time that it's ripe is really short. So you can't really like package it and get it to the store before it's already gone off. And it's super fragile. So you also can't like ship it without it just breaking down anyway. But from all reports that I've heard is that it's fucking delicious. It's like... Uh, so you're basing your entire million dollar idea on a fruit that you've never tasted before. Could you could you spell it for me here? P-A-W, P-A-W, Pawpaw. Ah, you, can, you can buy the trees from places to plant in your own backyard if you want some. But the idea would be if you had like an orchard of these, you process them directly into alcohol at the point of ripeness so you don't have I do to. I do have a still on my Amazon wish list and I think that like I I think it might this might be the year that my mother buys me a liquor still for for Christmas <laughs> but but you see it's what that, I mean like last ditch effort that that isn't a unique thing it's sort of like the cashew fruit everybody knows what a cashew is but not many people know that there's a fruit attached to it but you never ever see anything about it because it's got the same issues it's not commercially viable so the tail of that fruit ends there but by nature if you were to if you can make liquor out of these things that's the other thing i, mean, I don't if, actually know if it got it. sugar in it you can make liquor out of it yeah but even if it's not just like straight liquor but additives into the things that we do like like papa flavored fucking um like ciders or wines i think that would be interesting and i think it would be worth a shot because there are I'm sure plenty of these like non or all these like native but not commercially viable fruits to try to do some of this stuff with and just corner like the exotics market. I like it, but you're not grabbing me. Papa chips. Done. We're in. We're in we just, what, dehydrate yeah. them and uh... Does it yeah. even fucking work though? Like we don't know. <laughs> I don't Doesn't think, matter. I, I don't I think the got, research I got has Walmart gone on the horn for fifty thousand units. We're on. We're done. Like, let's get out. I'm gonna go down to the nursery tomorrow and I'll buy a bunch of these damn trees. And my wife's gonna divorce me because I'm gonna plant an orchard in my backyard. But we're going for it. Um, Need some seed money. What's what's what did you just drop into chat here? It looks like it uh, looks Destiny like, now has a Dungeons and Dragons campaign in it. As of four hours ago, something that is it. Is it an actual Dungeons and Dragons style pen and paper RPG? Is it licensed? I don't know. I just saw the article. And this just seen yeah, public release. Let's see here. It's a Google Doc, so I'm pretty sure this is not uh, no, it's anything. It's, yeah, fans have been doing yeah. it. It's not uh, legit. Ignore me. And that's cool. I mean, you can make Dungeons and Dragons out of anything, so it was only a matter of time. I don't, like Steve's the only person I know that plays Destiny, but I don't know how many people that play video games, so it's fine. I'm probably the only person you know that plays Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> anymore. Yeah. No, I got a, I got a brother who's really into it. I I haven't played in a long time. It's another one of those things where you need a repeat group of people on a regular basis, and it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's uh, every time I try to get creative and have fun with it, uh, he like immediately rains on the parade, and he's like, "No, that's not how the campaign is supposed to go." Yeah, yeah have, try, having trying a to good make this DM. nerd shit cooler. <laughs> yeah, having a good DM is. Key. It's like the the DM is basically your your console. <laughs> what what console are you playing? Sounds like you're playing on a Dreamcast. You need to you need to upgrade. I played Sweetin' Two this weekend too. So, so I have a PS Five. What Sweetin' Two? So I have a PS Five and I got the uh, 
under no way modded PlayStation Classic out to play Suikoden 2. Nice. It was that or spend $380 on a PS1 copy. You made the right decision. I made the right decision. I was debating real hard whether or not to get a Switch during Black Friday. Yeah, how'd that go? Did you not? You, to, you didn't try one? Push you there. Well, the problem was is that if I bought the Switch, that's the entirety of my funds for for Christmas. Because it's a pretty uh, good fund. Yeah, and I was really going back and forth on it because I was like, I don't know if my my daughter would play stuff, but I'm like, what would I get for yeah, her to I mean, pay it, attention to? I don't think Genshin is on the Switch. It will be. But I'm sure it will be at some point. She doesn't play Genshin, though. She just... I know, but it's out. still something that you could put in front of her. Like, justify the purchase to your wife, you know? She could, look, yeah, look she's playing. It's for the daughter. Dick around in Dragon Quest. Yeah, I, I, like, I was sure there's stuff, but like, again, it would have just deleted my entire... Uh, fund for fun for you or fun for her no for like i Everybody. still need to buy some shit off of amazon type stuff uh because by the time the next paycheck rolls around it's like you have to purchase things online right then if you're going to get them before christmas mm. so um i don't know i think i'm actually going to so, go a more traditional route and probably get like a, a dollhouse for her yeah just rack up credit card debt that's what like good americans do I actually nearly maxed out my card because I had to pay for my tuition. Because mm. the, the way our tuition works is you have to present a paid receipt with your grade and a, before you get the reimbursement. And so I was like, all right, I got one choice for this 1600 bucks," <laughs> And I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, remember, I don't miss I remember, those days. I remember that uh, waiting for the... My mom used to work for the university, waiting for that check to come back in. It was good times. Yeah. Uh, so th there was a couple rumor mills that were floating around the uh, the interwebs, um, both kind of regarding handhelds. Um, one will just blow by, I think, quick because I don't think it's that interesting. Except Jeff will probably derail me. There was a rumor going around that uh, Game Boy Advanced games were going to come to the Switch. I only have one thing to say about that, and that's I want all the Fire Emblem now. I just, I don't think it's, I don't know where that came from. And I don't think it's a real, I don't think it's a good substantiated rumor. The rumor that I do think is, is a little bit better off is that Sony is looking into making a 5G enabled handheld device for like exclusively for PlayStation now. Why would you do that? Everybody knows that 5G gives you COVID. Well, we got, well, we got the new we, spin on this. We got to. Yeah. We got, coming. we got a vaccine coming. We got a vaccine coming soon. Spin. So now you're gonna be able to get high speed internet and not get COVID. Yeah, the vaccine is called fucking recounts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but recounts. Um, Has it been that long since you talked to another human being that you're like, wait, no, my conspiracy muscle, I need to stretch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what did the fucking idiots currently talk about? I gotta bring bring it back. Um. um Good. Say something positive about this because I'm pretty sure we're just going to shit on it for the next five minutes until the show's over. Hang on, I'm going to be positive about it. Okay, this. go for it. I think it's, I, I'm going to start with the, the but. I think it's a negative to only do it for uh, PlayStation Now games. The Vita is one of my favorite systems of all time. They need to fucking embrace that, not do some bullshit first party memory card. And just go back into that market. There's a market there that loves that shit. So like a so you so what you would want to see is like a switch level 
chip, like system on a chip, like get grab the Tegra 2 or whatever the NVIDIA chip is at the time, make a handheld that can play games okay, and but then also lean into the streaming for the high end too. But let your digital library be able to be streamed like uh, Stadia or uh, Games Now or Game Pass, whatever they call yeah. it. But if it's tied to your PlayStation account, you can play it through 5G through their server system. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that makes a little bit more sense than what I took the original thing as, which was just it's just a streaming box. Like, it doesn't play any games natively. You need to be on, on a network to play anything. Um, and I think so that's, I think that's a really, yeah, it's a stadia in your hand, but you have what, what PlayStation and, and Xbox has going for them is you have a library already. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not forcing somebody to go out and recreate their library for, you know, for streaming. Um, see, that's something that again, after it matures, I actually would be interested in cause I, I don't think the streaming services are a bad idea like the stadia and what the fuck is the the xbox version xbox yeah i think it's just called xbox game streaming now i do like those but there's a couple things i need to see done first i want to see eventually like what what we're talking about i want a dedicated handheld because i think the idea of playing games on your phone is shit Mm -hmm. touch touch well uh, i mean most of these games most of these games are telling you to to bring a controller with um, yeah, but I'd rather have some some form of interesting handheld that I can cart along that's maybe a little smaller than a Switch, but, you know, in in a cell phone-ish form factor, but hardware be damned, that, uh, and then I also want to see, and this is not related to the game, but we need to sort of get back on track with our internet infrastructure, because oh, I don't yeah. feel that the 5G... You could probably, you could still probably do this on 4G, right? Yeah, yeah. The bit rate's fine. Yeah, but uh, there's still a lot of weird dead spots all over the place. And as long as we're going in the completely opposite direction of fucking putting data caps on everything, this idea is just DOA. I yeah, mean, no, I, it's it. What? Without get, trying to get too far into politics, what hopefully the next administration can do with an FCC is is put back some net neutrality acts. I know where you're going with it. It's not going to happen. I, I would actually, I'm, I'm an advocate for turning it into a public utility. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Like I, I think that the, the, you and everybody else that doesn't have money in the game. Well, yeah. Well, the fact that the, the, the government essentially paid Comcast and, and Verizon to lay fiber in, you know, underserved areas and they just fucking didn't do it. Uh, but kept the money is absolutely insane. Th- that money should have just gone. Even. That money should have just gone into the in, into just municipal municipal fiber. You, you well, should just I, the same way that like anybody. You know, you don't. I don't know. I'm gonna get on our soapbox yeah, here. You're gonna get some fucking yokel being like, "Do I want the local government knowing what I'm searching for? <laughs> they don't need to know what all that fertilizer is about." <laughs> now, I want to clarify when I say public utility is. I think there needs to be a base level of internet that should be available to everyone. And what that is, I'm not sure, but I think it's it's the Google, it's the Google fiber model. You get, it was 25 meg speed free. And then if you want a gig speed, you paid 50 bucks a month. Yeah. Like I think that people, especially now, because we've seen what happens, 
and how important the internet infrastructure is. And when schools close and you, your kids now have to do online learning, there's people out there that don't really have that ability or option because they either can't afford or don't have access to quality internet. And I mean, I've been listening to these fucking stories for eight months where there's some, you know, podunk town where the best they can do is either some half-ass, like, what is it, satellite or run it off of a Wi-Fi hotspot, but the parents and the kids are all trying to stream and it's coming through at two frames a second and dropping and they're not getting a quality Mm -hmm. education. I'm like, look, let's just make it so that some, whatever the, the lowest rate you can get away with for like a Zoom call is is what you get maybe even introduce some sort of data cap or throttling at some point but as long as people can access the internet and then after that open it up to you know an open market but uh i don't think we're gonna see internet-based stuff flourish in the current environment as it is like as soon as comcast said they're introducing caps to places i was like well that really fucking sucks because I used to just hang on, random... Steve. What if I told you for thirty more dollars you could have no cap, but not promise the speed they offer? Yeah. See, that's the thing is, we don't have any services to our house outside of internet, and I paid for the blast internet, which is like just short of the business speed. Blast it's... speed, by the way, is three hundred. Uh, three hundred. Yeah. Whatever I... the acronym is after that. <laughs> our I'm satisfied with the speed of our internet. I just have some internal infrastructure issues. Like I need just a better router and whatever else, but the speed I've been happy with the price, not so much, but the introduction of a data cap, if they were to go with the plan that I have, I would rather just take a a slower speed and just why not? Because I mean, I'm paying for unlimited, whatever the fuck I want. If I want to download destiny 2 again tomorrow for like 300 gigabytes and then just delete it re-download it because i fucking feel like it that's what i want to be able to do and i could do that and come home and it would still be fine i actually thought about uh because i was on my random i just want to shoot people streak and i just needed to find a game for that talking video games before yes. this becomes yes. exhibit a also hi jerry <laughs> uh i was considering downloading um what was that game i played for fucking ever not Borderlands. Um, Wildlands? Wildlands. Yeah. We got a Wildlands reference. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes and, left and in the show and we get a Wildlands reference. I was thinking about it, and then before I pulled the trigger on it, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's like 120 gigs, and by the it's time... 80. But still, I was like, that's still going to be like... almost a tenth of your, your bandwidth for the month. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it didn't like start hour... yet. That's an hour and a half of a download, and I was like, eh, it's not going to be ready before I go to sleep. I need something smaller. And Hitman Absolution was just sitting there, so it's like, eh, fine, fuck it. But, like, that's going to have to be a consideration moving forward where I'm like, whatever game I pick up and want to play, I need to be sure I'm going to play it for a few weeks until the refresh comes. Like, I have Monster Hunter World sitting waiting for me to run out of fact, games i downloaded play. that twice this week is that on is that crossplay because i have that on my playstation 5 now too I it's on it's crossplay it is not crossplay but it is uh it was on the playstation now collection and i was like oh cool and then i was like oh but it's also on xbox game pass i was like that's a for me that's a single player game yeah which means xbox and i was like oh, fuck it i'll download it on both i have no cap now and that's yeah. what you pay for 
Yeah, that's what I would pay for. I would take a slower speed but unlimited cap over high speed with cap and having to like try to figure out if if and how I need to budget stuff. But Steve, Steve, let me let me let me lay this out for you. If you fuck up, if you go over that cap, we're only going to charge you at most a hundred dollars more before we just shut off your internet or throttle it, whatever we haven't really decided yet. Look, when I get my internet shut off, it's because I forget to pay the bill. That's what I'm going for here. for for two months in a row. By the way, that's uh, when they shut it off. Honestly, the 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 correct way, if if there actually was. If if bandwidth was a commodity, like they want everyone to believe it out to be, and like everyone's, it costs us. It's going to cost us way more money if everyone's just streaming everything all the time. The correct way to go about this is once you reach, you know, that one point two terabytes or whatever the hell um, you get per month, slow it down. Like that's mm-hmm. like if if you suspect that somebody is doing something heavy, you know, torrenting, doing something you don't want them to do, slow their internet down. You don't need to. You don't need to charge. This is a purely greed-filled shit, and I hate it. And that's all the time we have this week. I'm Dan. That's Jeff. Steve. See you next week. This close to going to politics. <laughs> I hate. I, mean, I even- absolutely hate. I hate. Hate. Hate the idea of like internet regulation and like. Uh, I guess the lack of internet regulation. Like, I just need somebody to regulate it and say you can't regulate this. Just let everybody have. Unlimited everything. I, I bet you there is a term for the regulation for no regulations. I was happy to see that, that dickhead Ajit Pai was uh, yeah. There's going to be removed. Oh uh, yeah, that's that was my first inclination when uh, something happened and uh, I heard that he was leaving. I was like, I hope he fucking sits on his I, Reese's cup and jams it up his ass. Put the whole the, thing up there. The um, yeah. The the data cap is coming on right around the same time that like some regulation changes might be happening. I'm wondering if somebody knows something or somebody knows somebody that's going to be on the FCC, you know, in February, uh, and that's why Comcast is getting out ahead of this data cap thing because I, I you, bet something you want my un- my tinfoil hat. Theory? I bet something unfavorable is coming down their their pipe. Go ahead. This is going to be tinfoil hat? this is going to be the easy sacrificial lamb that the biden administration gives to make it look like they're uh being for the people so they're gonna get out comcast is gonna say ah we're gonna be the bad guy we're gonna take the hit we're gonna give you this data cap that not many not many of our people go over i used half my fucking data cap last month when the xbox and ps5 came out by november 15th so in a normal month i would have been like uh, do we really need to watch an hour of Netflix? Can we watch half an hour now? Um, they're going to come out and say, all right, all right, no no data caps. We'll, we'll free this up for everybody. This is a real pro-consumer move, and they're going to uh, get some credit for it. But then the other, like, foot, shoe, dick, whatever is going to fall of, like, uh, crushing Wall Street gets more of your money. No, I mean the, the the real answer to this story is they're going to say that well, Peacock doesn't count towards your cat cap. Well, we signed an exclusive deal with Microsoft, and anything streamed through through anything downloaded onto your Xbox that doesn't count towards your cap. It's it's how it's how you pick winners. It's it's why net neutrality is so exp- it's so important. Agreed. You'll yeah. find no bigger make bigger proponent for it than uh, your host, Dan. 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, we need to find like a sacrificial Republican to join the show that <laughs> wants to like have bad takes twenty four seven. But Ooh, uh, I I, cr- I almost hit I almost hit the 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 new data cap last month. I was at uh, one thousand fifty one gigabytes. It was my highest month. That's a good question. I wonder I have, if they locked me out yet. I have no idea how we check ours. You go to Comcast.net and you hit the my account, my account services manage internet. Oh fuck it! I I don't know what my password is for Comcast. Uh, I can't see it anymore. <laughs> I, I can no only, idea. I can only shop for internet services now. I was trying to like figure out if they were going to put some kind of deal that I could switch to, like. So I pay like ninety two dollars a month for only internet, which seems extremely high, but. Like I look at their packages, like for like ninety nine bucks, I can get, I can get the same internet speed plus one hundred and thirty channels, but that doesn't include the regional sports fee or the over air broadcasting fee or the fucking box rental fee, and like that shit alone's like thirty five dollars right there. Mm-hmm. So now I'm paying one hundred and thirty five dollars for what I'm currently paying ninety two for plus Philo's twenty bucks a month. So it's like a hundred and you know math. Do you have Comcast or do you have Verizon? I have Comcast. That's all I got out of here. Yeah, and we're we're stuck with it. I I have been meaning to look and see if maybe we can drop down our service because the the blast internet was a deal when we got it because they we were in the honeymoon period. If you and just then call it, them and say you're thinking of lowering it, they'll give you the same rate. Yeah, because it's it is like what ninety. 90 or 100 bucks. Do you have the same thing? Do you have Blast? Or you no, mine's 200. Mine's the one tier down from that. Blast, I think, is 99 or something like that. Yeah, Blast on. is what I had. So by switching to Fios, I, it'll end up, after this DVR fiasco, it'll end up costing me $12 more pre-Comcast rate hikes and the $30 for the unlimited internet. It's still coming out ahead, but I'm still annoyed. But I'm also not under contract, so as soon as I get tired of this, I can leave. Yeah, it just, I, I just like I, I don't know. It, what does a what does a box rental cost from them? They probably give you one for free, and they charge you like uh, what ten bucks for a DVR. It's twelve for a DVR. Jeez, twelve for a box, twenty for a DVR. That it's that's travesty. You can get a net. You can get a like Philo is twenty bucks a month, and it has unlimited DVR included on. Does Philo uh, have Penguin games? Uh, no, but you could get Google TV, which does, and that has unlimited DVR for plus local blackouts. But then I gotta I gotta run everything through my computer to a Chromecast through a, a VPN brain fart. You run a VPN right on your router, so that everything behind your router looks like it comes from Dubai or wherever you feel like. I don't know. You're a lot techier than I am. The <laughs> I, I wish I would switch back to Comcast if I could say don't give me local channels and don't charge me that twelve dollar fee or whatever the hell you went regional more a la carte. It was an eight dollar regional sports fee for every month the pandemic sports didn't happen. Yeah, I got charged. Well, it's that, and then there's also a regional broadcasting fee f- just for just for the local channels. There was one I was reading through my bill, and it was like uh, this is a regulatory tax that. The government doesn't charge, but we do just in case. Like, that's how they worded it. It was like, this isn't a real fee, but we're charging it to you anyway. If I ran for president, my first, my platform would be solely on the fact that you should not be able to advertise anything pre-tax. 
Everything, yes. no matter if you go to McDonald's or you go to Walmart or you're buying Comcast Internet Online, the price that is listed, the price that is advertised needs to be the final price. I was I was watching some show or maybe I was reading something online and it was one of those like, what is it as a foreigner that confuses you about America? And the one person was like, and it always stuck with me. They're like, I don't understand the way America does taxes because I, per- I I grab items in a store and the price that I'm told I have to pay is different from what all the tags say. And he's like, that's not allowed in whatever country he's in. And I was like, there is no earthly reason why taxes isn't included on anything outside of that it's better for the sales people. It's 100% the reason why it is. They yeah, can, they, they can, they, they, they can, add, like Comcast is a perfect example of it. Like they can put their, they can bury fees. So instead they can say, oh yeah, you're, we'll, we'll give you a great deal, $69 a month. And then it's like tax and regional sports fee, this fee, that fee. And you're like, it's, it's, it's awful. It's, it's, yeah, it's it was, awful. It's one of the reasons I was bad at math as a kid, because I would, I'd have like five bucks and walk into giant and be like, all right. What can I buy? And I'm doing fucking equations in the aisle. Like, all right, well, this is three ninety nine plus six percent tax is mm, like. This and, isn't and, a, then you go, oh shit, this is a, not a prepared food, so there's no tax on that. Are these sneakers considered sporting goods? Because there's no there's tax on yeah. sporting goods, but there's not tax on apparel. It's just you know. Yeah, I'd be like, how much money do I need to ask my mom for to buy a new game? Because if it's 50 it's if it's $49.99 and I ask for 50 bucks I'm short <laughs> like I gotta figure out what that fucking is and it's it was just the most annoying bothersome only business friendly bullshit I think yeah. the I think the cheapest one that you can get that has penguins against Fubo I think Fubo has ABC I think that one's like 40 bucks a month this this is how you get communists because <laughs> every time we talk about this shit, I I just think more and more. I need a hammer and a sickle. Start enjoying the color red more. <laughs> oh, Fubo went up. Fubo sixty five dollars a month now. That's ridiculous. Not really. We also don't have ATT Sports. Look, comrades, this is important. <laughs> we need to bring together the power of the people. Uh, that ship sailed when uh, Bernie Sanders didn't get the nomination. Politics, baby. They have uh, two Philadelphias and two Washingtons. You can I watch get, all. Uh, I get the Yankees Sports Network. Uh, you get, if I ever want to yes. be a giant piece of shit. They got Newsmax. Oh, we get uh, One America News now. <laughs> they, have, they, wanna... they have. They really have. They're at. They're an actual thing. I thought they were just like a YouTube news channel. I thought they were too. They're a legitimate channel. How do we? Do you want to just make a TV channel? Yeah. What do you? What? what do you just... uh, our guy Fieri, our our weekend blogger programming, has got to be Steve playing Destiny. <laughs> nah, I mean, we'll, we'll now nah, we'll, we're going to take the G four approach. Which did you watch the G four reunion by any chance? No. It's awesome. I don't want to see how bad Adam Sessler looks. He's I, no, I he's missed, he's doing fine. I missed G four because by the what was that on? That was its own station, right? Yeah. By the time it was I was Tech TV, a, and then it was G four. Hey, it looks way better now. By the time I had a K 
cable package that had G4 on it, G4 was about to like die. Right before it turned into Paramount, uh, or no, Esquire, turned into Esquire, where it was nothing but cops and American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, I, that's I think what I, I was gonna say. We'll take the we'll take the G4 approach. We'll just get the streaming rights to something really stupid cheap, and we'll play that most of the time. And then we'll also have like an hour of news where we tell lies. Yeah, I think I watched a couple episodes where Olivia Munn was on there, and I was like, uh, this show doesn't have anything for me." By then, the internet had better things than a TV channel. So. I I miss I miss G4. I miss high production value video game entertainment like every time what, i we're... watch one of those um who was the the website that had the uh like the intro where it was inside a pinball table uh i don't know game trailers no what it was a g4 program no it was a it was a youtube video game review site uh, but it had like youtube wasn't screw attack was it no um I'll find it. Yeah, the, the it just there was just something about just like a set and like producers, script writers and shit, like putting together an hour like an hour long program that I don't know I have a nostalgia for right now that you can't really get on the internet because um, even the most highly produced video game content is still what you're, I mean, we're just like a, a notch above what we're doing right now. Yeah. Now I, I get the idea that production values can be really important. There's a handful of streamers that used to do a pretty good job at it. Like, um, it may GP it me JP would occasionally when he was running his, um, D and D stuff, they would do special events where they got together in person and they actually would produce those like in near studio quality, and those were those were really entertaining. Um, I mean, Geek, probably... Geek, Geek and Sundry, like they they are pretty high high production value stuff. If you just want to talk about like D and D shit, and they do some video game stuff as well. Yeah, but like I'll I'll watch Magic the Gathering stuff online sometimes. Like I'll watch people play games, and there's a whole bunch of people that do. A, good and interesting jobs of playing commander but there's a place called the command zone which is legitimately sponsored and the people there like no production and so when they do it they do a really really good job because like every time somebody plays a card that card has animations going on and it's in your face and it's telling you exactly what's going on and then they pause the action and they'll talk about like i just played this because it's going to do this i'm going to fuck that guy over like they they put a lot of thought into it to make it as viewer friendly as possible. Cause my, I'll sit on the couch upstairs and my wife and I will watch these because she doesn't know anything about magic, but she finds the people on it entertaining and the way they describe the game as they play, you can actually follow along. Whereas if I watch like uh, star city games, they have four people that play commander. I like watching them play Commander, but you can't ask somebody to watch that with you. Like, it's just four people playing a game. They're not going to tell you anything, and they make jokes with each other. But I also like watching them because they're super gimmicky. And probably the best game I ever watched them play was uh, they did a um, April Fool's game where people made joke decks that were hilarious. Like, the all-hats deck 
So every card had to have somebody with a hat on it or the left-handed deck or the, the deck that was made out of chairs. So all of the art had to have like a chair in it. It was, it was an asinine way to play, but you actually sit there and you're like, what fucking card is he going to play that's going to have a chair on it? Or, or some guy holding something in their left hand. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I I know there are people making good high high quality stuff out there. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm just I just I you kind of like actually ticked a box. Like, is this something that if somebody walked into the room and you were watching it, would it be entertaining? Like, it would it look like something that somebody would want to watch? Like, if you yeah. if you look at like what what people are doing in the video game market right now. Um, you know, it's a lot of podcasts, obviously, um, but you know, the people pe- pe- people will do live podcasts and you know, video podcasts, and you know, Giant Bomb, kind of funny, IGN, all of them are the world's like game night now. Game night now. It's just a big table, and it's four people sitting there, and they might have a little bit of B roll playing. Um, yeah. Like up at noon uh, is an IGN show that like kind of reminds you of some old G four content, but it's still just two guys sitting at a table and like maybe they'll have like one little pre-recorded bit, but I don't know. It's just, I'm excited that G4 is back and I'm hoping that they, you know, even if it's not daily, if they can bring some kind of like weekly high produced content, uh, I will be, I will be a viewer. So the idea is, it's like, how do you, or how or when do you find a way to get something that can potentially pull in people who aren't already involved in your niche? Yeah. And, and it's like, it's hard to find that kind of stuff because I have my own series of like podcasts and YouTube channels and whatever else that I watch. And it's actually really hard for me to find stuff like outside of that after a while. Cause it's like, I don't even know how I found half of the podcasts that I did, but that's my rotation. It's like, I will listen to the rooster teeth podcast when I do like mowing the lawn, I will listen to how did it get made? How did this get made? Which is really fucking funny because it's a movie podcast. Uh, that oh, I listen that's a great to. Podcast. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um, and then I listen to like one or two specific serials, and Lucky like, Charms and Captain Crunch. No, things like Tannis, or uh, I used to listen to a lot of um, the fuck is that? Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Like they're. They're podcasts, but they're not discussion. They're they're narrative based. So um, I like I like that kind of stuff. But I have probably like twenty podcasts. Most of them I don't actually listen to, but like it's the same four or five that I'll open up and I sit there and I'm like, how did how did I find these? And how would I go find anything else that I'd ever be interested in? I mean, it's just that there's just so much out there right now that like I, I don't know. It's, I don't know how anybody finds anything. Yeah, it's like, I like the Rooster Teeth podcast, their primary one, but they already have like 20 or 30 other podcasts that come out of Rooster Teeth, and I don't really have any interest in, in any of them. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to our television channel. What, do you, what are we, who are we pandering to? What, what audience is like underrepresented that we could pander to and tell lies? People who are into anime titties. No, they're, they're, there's say, already uh... plenty of content for that out there. <laughs> expectant fathers you know what there's there's probably a, a weird legitimate market for people of our age group who 
don't have any experience in specific things like home repairs, father, fatherhood, fathership, like things that are they don't prepare you for anymore. Like I've never I took a home ec course in high school that taught me how to do like basic kitchen shit, which is fine because I can cook. But uh, I have a light that went out over there that needs to be replaced. Something's wrong with the actual electronics. And I don't trust myself around electricity enough to go to Lowe's and buy a new um, outlet. Like, not not outlet. It's the the actual fixture in the drop ceiling. Like I don't I don't like to fucking touch this drop ceiling at all because I don't know what I'm doing with it. It's probably and, full of asbestos. Yeah, I, it's it's literally two fucking wires, and I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm like I don't I don't I don't want to fucking do it. I don't like dealing with stuff that could ruin the house and electricity. I wired that and that, and I'm afraid to touch fucking anything that has electricity going through. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like messing with I mean, most water. of that shit's low voltage, so. Yeah. Huh? I don't like. So most of that's low voltage. Yeah, most of the stuff I want to fuck with isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like. Uh, so, what, you, you think there's a, 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 uh, a, a market out there to watch you mess up your lights? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we can watch Steve get electrocuted. At home again with Big Papa Steve. Yeah, you do. You do the high production, so you get to watch the whole thing. Where it's like, all right, I got this fucking thing; it's broken, so we got to figure out how to fix it. And then it's like, ten, a couple seconds of me looking at YouTube trying to find an Indian guy who's who's done this before. You talking about like, how you learn Word and Excel, dude? Yeah, then. Then you go to Lowe's. You follow me to Lowe's where I pick something. And this then sounds bring it awful. Back here. Canceled. And no, yeah, but then it's the <laughs> next trip to Lowe's because you didn't buy the right fucking thing. <laughs> now your show will be called "Fuck It, Let's Fix It," and it would be you with no knowledge of how to fix something. You have an hour to fix it. Well, That's I, actually, not was, a not a bad idea. You still mm. need the materials, though. You you'd have to now, have now, something. It's, it's called "Fix It or Fuck It." <laughs> and you have you have to put your dick and in if it. You can fix it within the hour. You win a prize, and if you don't, you say fuck it, and then like a professional crew comes in and fixes the job. All right, so I think this will be a fun one since we were talking about like where did we find our our media and like I don't know like pull up your do you have any YouTube subscriptions like you actually subscribe yeah. to channels? Ah, yeah, yeah. Like pull them up. I'm gonna go through mine. And I'll tell you what they are, and because I, I have, a, I think a pretty good mix of. Uh, so my top three are all chefs. Adam Ragusea, relatively new on the scene, um, he got like a big bump for like on Reddit for his videos not having any of that pre bullshit where he just like he, his videos just start like he's a he, he's a home chef. I follow Wait, out. Dan, and, bef- before ahead. you continue, how do you? go by like what you hit, subs- hit subscriptions like. and then manage and it'll bring up everybody you're subscribed to uh does it put it in any sort of order i think it's in alphabetical order okay yeah that makes sense uh alton brown which i think i have to unfollow because all of his pandemic content like he started out really good and strong where he was still doing high high quality produced stuff but now it's just him just like holding a camera talking with his wife uh, I don't watch any of his shit. Binging with Babish. If you don't know Binging with Babish, you should you should check that out. Beyond podcast Beyond from from IGN. This guy, big catfishing. He's just a guy that like him and his dog go out fishing. 
Um, he only has like 17,000 17, subscribers now. He's actually doing pretty good. When I first started watching him, he had like 100. Um, he sounds funny, so I watched that. Bill Wirtz. You know who Bill Wirtz is? Look it up. Cap and Disillusion, casually explained. Um, Steve Gaming. He does a lot of Mario Maker stuff. Definitely check it out. Um, CPG Gray. Like, just, like, uh, document. I, I watch... I watch him. I don't subscribe to him. Yeah, digital digital foundry is a must follow at any any time that there's a uh, pan, a change in in um, any kind of hardware because they just do a lot of benchmarking and comparing. Um, Electro Boom, I think, is who was that? Who you were talking about when you're talking about finding an Indian guy on the on the internet? Oh no, that's just a trope. Is oh. that everybody learns shit by finding some random Indian guy? Well, he's an Indian guy, electrical that's why engineer. I ask if he was learning Microsoft Excel, because anytime I'm like, <laughs> ah, how do I fucking do this formula? And they're like, all right, we're gonna teach you today, but it's always shot in like 240p mm-hmm. on a stolen handy cam or like a like a no unlicensed desktop recorder when you could just get like OBS and fucking mm-hmm. have a free one and do it. And it's also way too loud. Like the mic's way too yeah. close to their face um electro boom is is really it's great he's actually like shocks himself a lot to like show you what you shouldn't be doing you know yeah um, i i've seen clips of him but it was a little too staged although he almost killed himself a couple times by dropping like red hot wires <laughs> on his lap everything is staged it's not yeah. i mean it's it's purposely staged um, I mean, he yeah, doesn't yeah. accidentally fuck up all the time yeah uh game night now you should check that out Game right uh, now is uh, I don't even follow that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Jerks. not subscribed to us either. <laughs> Do I really want to see our uh, gaming histo- gaming historian is? Um, oh, I fucking love when a new gaming historian. Really, comes really, out. really high quality, um, do- like video game documentaries. Internet comic et- <laughs> internet comic et- etiquette with Eric. Thank you for that, by the way. It's I, when the we gift. That, this today, it's the like, gift that keeps on giving. Him in a while, he's had yeah. a couple. I I want to ask you what your breakdown of these three categories do you think you have so there's stuff that you watch for news related kind of stuff whether news is in you're interested in something okay so like for me i'm going to jump ahead and i'll say like i have i've subscribed to linus tech tips yeah i'm glad that he started peeling off into like a thousand different channels because you can kind of like delve into what part of linus's bullshit you want to deal with for a while there, he was putting out too many videos on his main channel. I had to unsubscribe because yeah. there'd be four videos in the feed from him. Like, I'm not, I don't want any of this crap. But I mean, like stuff that you're into that you're going to be updated on is what I mean by news, not actual news. So there's stuff you listen to for news and updates, stuff that you watch because it's entertaining. And then the stuff that you kind of have on as like long form background noise. So I don't use you. Gonna... So I don't use YouTube for long form background. So I have none of that category. Um, okay. I, I'd say it's a, probably a good 50 50 split between like, I'm going to watch this, anything that comes out of this channel, no matter what, because I know the content's quality and it's something entertaining. And then I also have stuff that like, um, like legal Eagle is, is a great, YouTube oh, channel. He shows up guy. every time. Like anytime there's a new, it's always sunny episode on. He yeah. like breaks down. We'll break down bird. Break, break down the, bird law. The channel you should be should be following, but you're not. <clears throat> it's called Food. The number four dogs. <laughs> it is a mid sixties seventies gray haired British woman who plays and reviews Japanese role playing games. 
but she's she's so into them. She's so polite and British Bake Offy, and like her videos are like 30, 40 minutes long, and she just talks about JRPGs and how lovely the characters are. I, I fucking go down this rabbit hole like once a month. Yeah, you just made me realize this is really boring. Me just listing all the shit. Like, what's the most random? follow well, i'm pretty yeah. sure food for dogs is definitely jeff's well i, I like how the, <laughs> you're not gonna beat that <laughs> i know you just named some of them but it's also interesting to hear like how much overlap between <laughs> some of our channels are like you named a bunch of channels that really i don't often subscribe to shit because as soon as you watch one video it's gonna appear on your feed for fucking ever yeah i used but, to be like that until like one day it just stops and then yeah, it, it'll randomly start disappearing because yeah. i'm looking at my subscription list i'm like oh shit i haven't seen some of these people in a long time but like uh i've been watching a lot of abroad in japan um Tolarian community college is just i like listening to him and his insight it's magic related um i really hate to say it i love old cinemassacre content yeah but i just can't get into the new stuff I, I mean, I just watched. He did a he did an angry angry video game nerd for some video game collection, and it was just him listing the games that were on that collection and saying poop. Yeah, the the issue I think is at some point he just he wanted to retire. He wanted to not do the angry video game nerd, but there was no backup. So he yeah, there there are other con. You could you could see them trying to sneak in other content, like yeah, trying and, to do movie content and just some. You know, some no, long form plays. <laughs> I I like his actual like when he produces and makes a film because he makes short films. They're actually pretty good, and I like them. But he can't do that all the time for money because he doesn't make enough money. So he's got to kind of do all the other stuff. Um, Linus Tech Tips. Uh, did you ever see Technology Con Connections? Mm -hmm. That that's not bad. Um, Command Zone stoned gremlin productions that's that's a background thing i'll listen to him just review some really awful fucking movies in the background while i play a game uh what about ave are you familiar with that that's something that sounds familiar but i'm not sure if i know what that is it's capital a lowercase v capital e it's this canadian dude who tears apart electronics like vacuums or tools and he'll just go over like He's super crass, but he'll just go over like why it's a piece of shit or why it's worth your time. I have my and own versions of that. Like I, people I just like break down electronics and stuff like that. Well, I get I get annoyed at how like overly dumbass that he's he's talking sometimes because he'll just like say random shit for no real purpose. But you can tell he knows what he's talking about. Like this guy's some sort of engineer. Um I thought Steve. like like Tronic Tronics Fix used to be able to hi hi you like hi how you doing? Tronics Fix is a relatively new channel that used to be able to fill that void, but now like he's starting to get a little bit bigger, and like starting to figure out how the algorithm works. And when like when a nice niche yeah. small YouTube channel figures out how the algorithm works, that's usually when it goes downhill. Um, uh, Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE. Oh, hundred percent. If you dude, yeah, that's <laughs> dude. That's a it's it's twelve o'clock. I'm gonna brush my teeth, and I just want to put something on while I brush my teeth. I want to. I want to. I want to watch like, this. Okay. I want to watch this guy smoke eighty-year-old cigarettes. Oh god, eighty-year-old man, good <laughs> for hundred twenty or bust. Um, whiskey tribe. I actually find those guys really entertaining. I don't drink whiskey. <laughs> I, 
Um, Drive Tribe for the same reason. And then the rest of the stuff is stuff that's kind of falling off. Do you ever get? Do you ever watch Scam Nation? Mm-mm. Oh, that one's really good. It's a it's a guy who would do magic tricks, but teach you how to do them in like bars to win bets. So uh, I highly recommend that if you just want to kind of go down that rabbit hole. Uh, um, let's see, Lockpicking Lawyer. Did you ever get I into do... his content? I do or did watch a decent amount. But, once once uh, a day, he just brings a lock on and picks it. It's the same thing every day, but it's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I'm just playing with it. You know we are still streaming, right, Dan? Hi, Dan's wife. <laughs> she goes, why do you have a tape measure in your lap? Like, I don't know. I'm sitting here. Oh, you know why. <laughs> did you ever watch The Internet Historian? Yep. That, that shit's funny. I like that. Yeah. Um... um Red Letter Media is kind of my answer to your angry video game nerd. Like, I think that they've they, done they, anything. Lately? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, they still do half in the bags. They still do, you know, best of the worst. Um, I was really into them when they were probably ascending in popularity because I watched the entirety of their Star Wars prequels. Of the reviews? Uh, reviews. Yeah. Because Mr. Planet Reviews. Like, the. Those are the kind of things that I gravitate towards because even though the character being portrayed is probably junk and isn't worth your time, the person who's actually telling you what's going on is incredibly insightful and you can tell there's a passion behind it, even though it has a veneer that you may or may not be interested in. Like, I don't really actually care that much about the angry video game nerd character. I was always interested in what this person actually had to say about these video games and how like fucking annoying or great that they were and if i lost credibility for me when he didn't like ljn jaws (laughs) well like all my favorite i used to never figure out how to play that game classic game yeah i mean it was it wasn't like so bad of an nes game that you couldn't get entertainment out of it like there was a lot of nes games that were just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and I don't even know where to start. That's what I, I it might veer into another topic, but I, I, I've reached the point in my life where there's, uh, I can go the rest of my life without watching a Christmas story or holiday or Christmas vacation. I can go the rest of my life without hearing another green day song. And shit. What was I talking about right before this? That made me think of this jaws jaws. I was like, I think I'm done with the NES. Like I, I can may- I maybe play one or two NES games a year. I pop in Blades of Steel and feel good about it. It's like I could probably go the rest of my life without playing NES again. And yeah, I, that, was... that nostalgia has completely. I think I'm like through it as well. Well, why? While I was uh, remodding some things, um, I had YouTube playing in the background, and it was like this: the guy, his channel was Sega focused, but he did his top ten NES games. And he led off with Contra, but he didn't start with visuals of Contra. It was just the song on the first level of Contra. I was like, oh, fuck, Contra was great. I want to play Contra now. And, like, every game on his list was one that I was like, okay, I guess I can go back and play that. Con- I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I've, I've played enough Contra. You can't go back and recapture that feeling. It doesn't work. I, I had the same, I think we actually had the same discussion a long time ago. Like, I fucking love the Super Nintendo. And I bought 
the one for upstairs when the uh, the classic came out. And I played a little bit of it with my wife because I really wanted to play uh, Secret of Mana again. But, you know, we just sort of stopped after trying it for a cu- couple days and I haven't turned it on since. Like, I don't have the feeling or need to play any of those games when I have newer and better stuff because I don't have that feeling like I did when I was a kid because it you were exploring brand new things and this was already the height of entertainment for you and that feeling only really comes along when something really new and interesting happens and like that's why I'm looking at cyberpunk and I'm like I really hope this is fucking fantastic because I'm interested in it and I want that new thing again. I want to I want to feel entertained like I did when I was a kid. You can't go back and play those old games and get that same feeling anymore. Disagree because I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm on like a cyberpunk media blackout because yeah, it leaked too. like two weeks ago. But my concern is that there's too much game there. Like they said, there's so many different ways to play it. You could end up playing for like 170 hours and not see the same shit somebody else saw. And I feel like that's going to make me go like, well, what if what if what Steve's playing is better than what I'm playing? Oh, yeah, I get, I get the I'm same. I'm going to be doubting my character. And I get analysis paralysis all the time with games like that. Like, well, what if I pick the wrong thing and it just fucks up my entire gameplay and I don't learn about it until 70 hours in? I guess I just so, won't play this game. That's why I bought it physically, so I can give it back. So that's why... I actually kind of have hope for this one because of those specific things. Because the games that I thought that I could get into like it did not have the ability to grab me. Like branch like that. When I when I first wanted to play Fallout like three, it was the first you know open world, do whatever the fuck you want type game that I played, and I really really enjoyed it. And it would get to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm putting myself into this character. So I'm standing in a town and like. All right, where the fuck do I want to go? I'm going to just go into the fucking desert and go that way and see what's out there. And then you'd run into a town where it's completely overrun by ants and there's a new story and it was fun and inter- it was amazing. Like I hadn't played anything like that before, but everything since I just couldn't get into it for some reason. Like uh, I played The Witcher 3 and I did enjoy it. There's something about it that I, I couldn't keep going with it it's it the didn't... story you hated that there was a story so you skipped through the whole thing and beat no, the whole was... game in 30 hours like mechs no it was the other way around i wanted to know more about the story but i kept playing the fucking game into the ground but i want you to tell me the story in cutscenes. i don't want to have to find a book and read some lore that's buried on some lady's bookshelf oh yeah that's like, like oh. oblivion i i won't read any of that shit i'll flip no. through it because it will give you like skill perks every once in a while but yeah but oblivion didn't grab me in the same way because i already played fallout so now i'm just playing fallout in a new skin i'm not really invested in the character and i go somewhere and they tell me some stuff that i may be interested in but then i'm going to the same fucking dungeon and i'm got the same fucking rusty sword part two and it just it didn't grab me so i'm hoping that this is going to be that type of game that i do like but written and and produced by super competent people because I like the story of Witcher and I like the gameplay of all the, the open world games, but I haven't had that combination. And that's what I hope this is. I have no idea if I'm going to get it, but this is the best shot that 
we're gonna have for probably another ten years. I, I kinda hope that there's a route where I can just blow Keanu Reeves off and be like, fuck it, I'm gonna do my own thing. Sure. I thought you wanted to give Keanu Reeves a blowjob, but I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's now. why I <laughs> made sure I, I dog found a pillow. I, I button that statement up. It's like uh, we all know you want to blow him. We all want to blow him. <laughs> hey, going to egg. You do you. Um, turn down the chance at John's wick. <laughs> We're not getting any better than that. No, that's, that's about all the time we had this week. If you like what you heard, please go out to uh, your favorite podcast service search game right now. Maybe think about uh, if you're already listening on a podcast service, maybe you should uh, stop by on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Carl Time. Twitch.tv we'll slash game night now. Carl Andrew, let's go. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock, goes to Tsushima. Let's do it. See you guys later. Hey, uh, what is our... We're still on. We didn't have a chance to hit the button yet.